0: Welcome to When Wit Happens by yours truly, Wit West. This is a podcast to help you celebrate life even when stuff happens. Around here, we focus on living our best lives in whatever way you see fit. Welcome and take a load off. Let's get started. So for today's inspirational word, we have a quote from Maya Angelou: "If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude." So in today's podcast, I wanted to just take some time to talk about my illness to kind of discuss how I became sick. I've done a few videos on this on YouTube, but I figured it'll probably be easier to listen to. So I may as well share some of that here on the podcast, especially since it's part of the reason why I'm here in the first place. The inspirational quote kind of comes from that and that'll develop. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. And I have had a whole attitude adjustment since becoming sick. So I figured that was a great quote to start the episode. So I'm just gonna go into telling the story of how I got sick. And essentially, this will probably be a um, multi-episode conversation because it is long and it is a lot and i do not want to overwhelm you with so much all at once so let's get started this whole ordeal i'll call it kind of started my senior year in college so for the first time i had a really bad case of allergies i had never had allergies before I'm from the country. I've been around trees, dusts, and all the likes my whole life. So, surprise to me, after being in D.C. for four years, my senior spring, it was awful. So, I took myself over to the student health to see what was going on. They said, oh, yeah, you have allergies now. Here's some medication. And it seems like you may have asthma as well because I was wheezing. And if you've lived in D.C. before or have been there for any amount of time, the air there is weird. At a certain point, it seems like everybody there had an inhaler for one reason or another. I don't know what's in the air there, but you always end up wheezing. Either way, this was something new to my life after I've been on this earth a good 21 years. So getting used to taking allergy medicine and taking asthma inhaler puffs and all this stuff was not something that was really on my radar. So I was horrible at keeping up with it, but I was getting better with it as time went along. Still not perfect, but not really that good either. Um, so at a certain point, you know, things were fine, you know, I had been going to the doctor pretty regularly because I wanted to stay up on my health and make sure my asthma and allergies and all that were under control, as well as I had been thinking about losing some weight. So I didn't really have any kind of health issues at this point, except for high blood pressure, um, which, as we will come around to that, is actually related to my condition, um, because I had started to lose the weight through exercise and diet, and I had gotten to the point where I had lost um, close to 100 pounds, and my blood pressure hadn't moved. My doctor thought it was very strange that after doing so much you know, work towards losing the weight, which should help with the blood pressure, it didn't change at all so she had asked about my history because this was a new doctor and i told her she said well it's probably at this point that you're probably gonna have high blood pressure either way because it's likely genetic because you've lost an enormous amount of weight and it's still the same so at that point i chalked it up to the game there's nothing i can do about this i'm gonna continue to lose the weight as i've been but let me be very good about taking blood pressure medication. That turned out to be kind of crazy too because I found out I was allergic to one of those medications, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Definitely check your family history of your allergies. (laughs) Um, So from there, you know, I kept doing my thing. I was working out pretty regularly with some friends and I had moved into a new apartment this apartment, to get into it, you had to do two flights of stairs, one downstairs and then one back up. I was, The building was down a hill, so you had to walk the steps down the hill, and then I had to walk up to my apartment on the second floor. At this point, I had been there for about a year, so my body was pretty used to doing this. You know, big girl don't want to walk up the steps all the time, but my body should be well Adjusted to this trick because it happens every day, multiple times a day. At a certain point, I was starting to get winded while doing this walk. Okay, maybe I'm just tired. Then it started happening pretty regularly. So I'm like, no, this is strange. So let me take myself back to the doctor. Ended up back to the doctor and was referred to a pulmonologist. Go to the pulmonologist. In the office, we do some tests. Great. Let's see what's going on. So, he's like, your lungs seem fine. Um, You're able to pull in enough oxygen. You're able to put out enough oxygen. It's probably just because you're fat. So, I'm like, sitting there in the office looking at this man. And say, so, you're not going to ask me any other questions? He's like, no, it's probably just the weight. I was like, I just lost... Almost 100 pounds. He's like, Oh, well, let's do some more tests. I'm like, Yeah, how about that? So, again, advocate for your own health because he just decided to chalk up what was going on to my weight. But obviously, something else was happening. So, he does some tests and he sees something there. So, he wants to do some follow ups. So, I go do all the follow up testing and try to. Schedule an appointment at his office. Call the office. They're saying, Oh, he's not scheduling for that time period yet. Call back. I keep calling back and I cannot schedule an appointment with him. And it's becoming frustrating. So I'm kind of put it not in the back burner, but I just kind of say, Okay, I'll call back after a week, maybe after two weeks, after the holidays, since they weren't scheduling for like January. But you would think um, there would be some urgency there because, you know, not being able to breathe well and things is kind of serious. I mean, you know, Um, so after that point, I continually didn't hear back, but I was not feeling well. And this had gotten me to the point of February 2014 and before They could call me back to finally schedule an appointment. I got sick. I was supposed to be hanging out with some friends. We were supposed to be doing some purging, which clearly is my life for forever because I'm still doing that now. And they were coming over to my house. I just wasn't feeling well, though. So I have amazing friends. So they were helping me. Uh, While I was laid on the bed feeling like I was going to die. After a little while, I started to kind of feel better. So, I felt like, okay, we can go out and go to dinner as we plan. So, we go to dinner and I feel awful. Like, sick. I feel like I want to throw up. It's just the worst feeling I've ever had. It's like knots And my stomach is horrific. I've never felt that bad. So I decide that I I just can't stay. I have to go. So I leave. And it's only really by the grace of God that I made it home. Because some of the pain had started to ease up on the way home. But I had been in such great pain for so long. That I was getting tired. So I don't know if anybody has experienced that, when you finally are relieved of that pain, your body just kind of shuts down. So I was falling asleep, essentially at the wheel, trying to get home the 30 minutes drive. And it was terrible. <laughs> I thankfully made it home, and then I end up just trying to go to bed, thinking I'm feeling better, but no. I end up waking up several times throughout the night, and throwing up bile because there's nothing in my stomach because I hadn't eaten all day. The next morning my lawn sister comes over and she takes me to the ER and they do some scans and they say, oh, looks like your gallbladder has to come out and I'm like, do what now? It has to, who, what? I have never been admitted to the hospital yet alone had something removed from my body. So this was all kind of a shock to me. So that's fine. Deal with that, call my mom and my sisters and call some of my other line sisters to say what's going on. And I get admitted to the hospital. I am supposed to have surgery one day and it gets pushed back for a couple of days, fine. So I'm in the hospital for about three days before I end up having my gallbladder removed. So I have the surgery, and before the surgery, my oxygen was a little low. And my oxygen had been low since I'd been in the hospital, but they kind of chalked that up to me being in so much pain and needing the gallbladder to come out, plus being on pain medication and other things that typically can lower your um, oxygenation. So they didn't really pay it much mind. Um, Went through the surgery, was fine, and woke up to go to the bathroom, fine. Woke up another time to go to the bathroom, called the nurse because obviously just had surgery, need help to go to the bathroom, and I collapsed. So I'm not unconscious when I collapse, I just can't move. And so the nurse looks completely frightened because at this point I'm freezing cold, but I'm sweating and apparently all my readings are going crazy. So all of a sudden, five or six people rush into the room, which is freaking scary to see. And they're, I don't even know what they're talking about because I'm kind of out of it at this point they get me up on um, something and take me down to have an x-ray. So, well, not an x-ray, a CAT scan. So I get the CAT scan, which was difficult because they did not relay to the technician that I just had surgery. So while I'm trying to maneuver myself in for the scan, he's not understanding why I can't move oh, I have holes all throughout my stomach because I just had surgery. And he finally understood. But when they did the scan, they realized my chest was completely full of pneumonia. So from whenever I had the surgery to those few hours later, i had full-blown pneumonia. So the pneumonia... And the fact that my oxygenation was horrible in the 20 30 percent. I was rushed to ICU. Um, they could not get my oxygen oxygenation levels up, although I was very much lucid, able to talk, sitting up, and this is with um supplemental oxygen. They tried the CPAP machine. All kinds of things to pull up my oxygen. It was just not working. The combination of the pneumonia with just having surgery and what would turn out to be my underlying disease was way too much. So at that point, they called my emergency contacts, which was my line sister, at that point to let them know what was going on and my mom. And after that, they told me that I was going to be intubated. And after that point, I don't remember anything. I just woke up eight days later. As you know, we leave every episode with a little adventure in ridiculosity. And this week, the ridiculosity is a little different. It's actually how ridiculously good. Black Panther was oh my gosh no spoilers so do not worry that'll happen at a later date I want to respect your few days to go ahead and see it but the movie is amazing it's like nothing we've ever seen before black superheroes black scientists black kings queens all in one movie it was just amazing And I'm going to see it again. What's also amazing is the show of love for the movie on social media. Everybody's getting dressed up. It wasn't just all talk for all of these months. It is a real thing. Everybody's being extra. And around here, we love extra. I love extra. I wasn't going to dress up. I was going to wear all black and a head wrap. But, I mean... Seeing it, everybody on social media getting dressed up. It was just like, I have to be a part of this too. So I had a print dress in my closet. So I threw that on, did my makeup, and went out um, with some people to see it. And it was amazing. I don't really watch a lot of the Marvel movies. My sister is the fanatic. And I watch some of them. But I am definitely going to make sure I catch up and I'm in the building for the next movie and hopefully there'll be another full Black Panther movie at some point as well because I have to see Wakanda again and let's all go visit we know it's made up but let's go visit we can go there we can go to Zamunda it's it's amazing so if you have not seen Black Panther make sure you go To see it as soon as possible. See it as many times as you want to. Because I definitely am. Thank you for tuning in to When What Happens. The podcast that lets you live your best life. You can reach out to me at all my social media. I'm withhappens6 everywhere. W-H-I-T-H-A-P-P-E-N-S. The number six everywhere. Catch you guys soon.